Morning. Welcome to ANZ News. It's Wednesday the 2nd of December. 100% to lose money. Our special case setup. This recession and the journey out of it is increasingly being referred to as a K-shape. As many acknowledge, the V-shape isn't happening for many. The K is also playing out in investors' expectations as well. Normally, shares and precious metals tend to be uncorrelated and indeed over often negatively correlated. It's what makes precious metals such a perfect balancing asset. And a portfolio heavy in equities, as many are, whether you know it or not. Allow your managed super, for instance. However, of late, we've seen a growing instances of a highly positive correlation, as we saw last night, where the S&P 500 was up 1.1%, NASDAQ up one3 gold up 22 and silver up 6%. Platinum continued its month-long climb, up another 37 and cracking the US $1,000 mark for the first time since August. Blind Freddy can see this as a market torn between playing momentum and stimulus versus safe havens and hard assets. Not coincidentally, Bitcoin also surged to a new all-time high, almost touching $20,000 before a healthy correction this morning. One only needs to look at the mix of headlines to get further insight into this Jekyll and Hyde financial setup. Arguably, the driver of the equities market was whispers of maybe a compromise relief package maybe being considered by both sides of Congress. Maybe. And then to add some balance to said whispers, US Fed Chair Powell in testimony before Congress said, recent news on the vaccine front is very positive for the medium term. However, significant challenges and uncertainties remain, including timing, production and distribution and efficacy across different groups. And therefore, the outlook of the economy is extraordinarily uncertain and will depend in large part on the successive efforts to keep the virus in check. And while economic activity has continued to recover from its depressed second quarter level, in recent months, the pace of improvement has moderated. Looking beyond the US, last night, the OECD released their latest economic outlook, slashing their previous 2021 forecast due to continual social, dis- social distancing and lockdown impacts. Here's that World GDP Index 2019 Q4 graph here. However, a very large contributor to this figure is the assumption of a continuing 8% GDP surge from the world's second biggest economy, China. Check out this graph here. Where all else are lagging, China is smashing forward there. 9.7% Q4. Now, China is a famously opaque state-controlled enterprise that no one really knows the validity of the data it produces. In a move seemingly quite contradictory to these growth figures is news yesterday of another $30 billion of liquidity injected via a medium-term lending facility, or MLF, from their PBOC central bank. This is not an isolated move, as you can see in this next chart here. Looks like they've been using MLF injections for quite a while. Rabobank's Michael Every raises the obvious question. China's economy continues to power ahead with bumper neck exports and capital inflows and industrial profits all being recorded, and yet the PBOC had to just inject USD $30 billion in MLF a month ahead of the year to ease liquidity tightness, and that on the back of CNY $800 billion two weeks ago. That's the yuan. Yes, this is gross, not yet net, but why the need for so much PBOC help when everything is going so well? Perhaps because Chinese banks are still trying to repay CNY 3.7 trillion or 563 US billion in, of short term interbank debt and purchase CNY 1 trillion of government uh, bonds and repay maturing MLF injections and are worrying about SOE or state owned enterprise bond defaults. There are also growing concerns about the health of their credit market, as Bloomberg reports today.
Demand for Chinese debt is falling amid investor concern over a string of defaults by state firms and the pressure of US sanctions on some of the nation's firms. If you strip back, strip back China's growth, the impacts of the global forecast are huge. Again, as with the K recovery, we have very conflicting signals at a global level. And so, while many will continue to play the equities casino, either actively or more likely as part of the massive momentum following passive fund market, the smart money, as evidenced by the massive insider shares selling last month, is rotating to hard assets like gold, silver and platinum, and now Bitcoin too. Some will follow the market, knowing that markets can be irrationally exuberant for longer than most predict. However, history says we're at levels of blind faith euphoria not seen since the dot-com bubble. Citibank's panic euphoria model lays this out very clearly. Check out this chart here. The red line is where we're at. Euphoria in there in the top part and panic at the bottom. Generally speaking, there's only one way to move from this part of the chart. According to them, current euphoric readings signal a 100% probability of losing money in the coming 12 months if we study historic patterns. Indeed, we saw such levels back in early September as well, right before a sell-off in stocks. 100% isn't great odds if you're on the wrong side of it. Gold and silver have a track record of 5,000 years of preserving wealth through economic turmoil. You take your pick. That's news today. Remember, anzibullion.com.au for all things physical, gold, silver, platinum, Ainsley Wealth, cryptocurrencies, Bitcoin, Ethereum, Ripple. Check them out over there. And goldsilverstandard.com for, of course, Ainsley's own stablecoin built and backed by real physical gold and silver. We'll catch you tomorrow for more news.